Hey guys, welcome to Walkers Only Podcast. My name is Ollie Olds, I am your host, and my guest for today is Bodie Retty. Before we get into the podcast, I'd just like to give you a little debrief on what to expect. This is a story about Bodie's life, his adversities, and how he's overcome them. I hope you enjoy the podcast, but before we start, let's roll the intro. Don't just talk it, walk it, walk it zone. Don't just talk it, walk it. Don't just talk it, walk it, walk it zone. Don't just talk it, walk it, walk it zone. How you been, brother? Pleasure to have you on. Oh, thanks for having us on, man. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. Excited. One of my uh, my good mates. Pleasure to just come on. You have a bit of a jam. Yeah, awesome, man. I'm excited. I can't. Been uh, been uh, talking to you about sort of. You've been telling us about starting your own uh, podcast, and uh, yeah, nah. Pleasure. Thank you to yeah. Like I said, thanks for helping me and whatnot. But um, so uh, how's things been, brother? Twenty seven engineer. Oh, engineer. Nah, I'm an engineering surveyor. So, so oh, sorry, mate. Sorry. Yeah, so surveyor <laughs> is uh, you put the engineer on on the first part of it, it makes it sound a bit more. Sort of what what got you into surveying? Um, I actually fell into it. So I would, I, I started working out of school. I um, I, I got a job out west with my cousin as a labourer. Yeah, and um, was labouring out there for about six months, and then um, did did uh, my L three disc in my lower back. Oh wow! And um, was put on light duties, and uh, part of that, like my light duty um, rehabilitation program, was to help the assist the surveyor out on site. Yeah. Um, and just yeah, it was so much easier than labouring. <laughs> so I was like, fuck, I could do this for a living. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, then just sort of yeah, just ever, ever since been surveying, sort of took on the degree. And um, yeah, just just been doing that ever since. Yeah, nice. So you went from out west doing that, and then from there down to you mentioned Victoria for a bit. Yeah, so I started out, uh, did five years out west, and then um, in the oil and gas, and that sort of died off uh, in about 2016. Yeah, and then um, yeah, took off took off down to Melbourne with um, with my wa- uh, partner Rebecca, wife and, at uh, the time, wife now, wife now, yeah, partner, partner at the time. Now. Yeah, so went down to uh, Melbourne, um, still surveying down there, and just went down there for a change. We went for a bit of a holiday before that, and that was the first time I went down there. Sort of sussed the area out a bit? Yeah, just sussed it out. Went down for a couple of days for a long weekend and just fell in love with the place, found out there was a bit of work down there, and then, um, yeah, just rang up Rebecca and said, oh, should we move down there for a change? And she said, yeah, she was keen as, and, yeah, we just moved down there for a couple of years. Yeah. About two years we were down there and then sort of got homesick and then yeah. back up here and yeah, been here for the last four years. So Yeah, nice. Family's yeah. a big thing of your part of your life though, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So we went yeah, we went down there. We didn't have any family. She had a cousin, one cousin, but um yeah, so our our main stronghold sort of support system was all up here. So um we lasted two years and yeah, just that's uh, impressive though, man. Two years out of your comfort zone. Like yeah. you do a lot of growth in that time. Yeah, definitely. It's it, yeah. obviously a lot of testaments, but you grow in as a person internally, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, it was uh learnt a lot about each other as well, I guess. When I when I um when we were up here, I met I met my I met Rebecca sort of um while I was working away. Yeah. So I'd only ever see her sort of four days every fortnight and then moving yeah. down there we were in each other's face, so we were sort of it was sort of Learning heaps about each other, went through a lot of hard times down there, yeah. and and I know Rebecca, man, she doesn't mix her words, so she just tell yeah. you how it is. <laughs> oh yeah, 
<laughs> so we sort of, sort She's of, like a good cla- girl. yeah, we clashed a fair bit. Down yeah, there, yeah, and um, yeah, no, it all, all worked out, and that's good, man. Yeah. So after that, obviously, you know, you do your own career and then you've always had your hand in footy here and there. Footy, uh, footy, yeah. So I, I haven't played footy since school. Um, yeah. Kibra Park, is it? Kibra Park, yeah. KPC. Oh, Benji Marshall's best mate. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, nah. Yeah, Kibra, um, yeah, yeah. 2010. Uh, my last footy game was, yeah, back then. I played a bit for Burley that year and then sort of went out west and that's, yeah. that's the last time I put the boots on, but I'm... Chucking them, chucking them back on this weekend Yeah, yeah uh, For Narang Roosters What day is that? It's on Saturday, yeah so What time? 5:30. Give the audience a F- Yeah, 5.30pm uh, Last home game for the season Narang Roosters uh, Yeah, so we're versing Mudrubar Redbacks um, It's only down. C grade So it's only a It's only a little fun comp But A um, couple of dog shots here and there Oh, dog shots everywhere, man <laughs> it's, it's all about the dog shots in C grade There's no structure It's just It's pretty much just a uh, 80 minute run it straight uh, yeah, challenge. yeah, yeah. There's no. Uh, Are you on the sting? No, nah, I'm. Uh, I'm second row number. 11. Oh, nice. Oh, well, if I, yeah, if I get, they sort of name the team on Thursday tomorrow night. So yeah, yeah Thursday training. So yeah. Are you training as well? Yeah, I'm heading oh, down yeah. there tomorrow to train. Oh, nice. So um, just yeah, just just if I want to get named on the yeah run on team, you got to show up to Thursday. Hundred percent, man. So obviously as well, like um, on top of that, we did a bit. Of, we met through Switch Up. Yeah. Um. So that was uh, a bunch of guys that we all met. Via other sports or social through friends, um, yeah. did some training, and then we got to know each other through that. Mm. So, how was uh, what did Switch Up kind of do for you, man? Like, was it? Yeah. So I guess, yeah, Switch Up. I was sort of um, brought into that through our our mate James. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I sort of I was training at uh, Hit at the time, and James, uh, Elsa James's partner is a coach there, and yeah. met James there and. Um, sort of found out that he was he's the brother of uh, one of my good mates that mm. I grew up with down on the Goldie and um, so we sort of just connected uh, pretty early on and then he, he sort of invited us to come and uh, do some training with the, with the switch up boys and I remember sort of I remember sort of seeing, uh, seeing a heap of posts and what the switch up was about and it was all about this uh, triathlon sort of stuff and at the time I was like oh there's no I'm these guys look like they're pretty fit. There's no yeah. way I'm going to be able to, fuck, yeah, yeah. Going to be able to do that sort of stuff. So I was real shy at the start, and being a real introvert person, I didn't re- like jumping into that situation of no, not knowing anyone, barely knowing James and nobody else was um, pretty scary at the time. And um, I remember just like sort of at orig- initially just saying, "Nah, nah, I'm all good." To James, like, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm sweet. But then deep down. Yeah, but oh, but he's he's one of them guys that will just keep that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Come and, on, and, man. Come on. Get and, down. Like, just to shut him up, I was like, Fuck "Yeah, sweet, I'll, I'll come and um, I'll come have a run." And um, yeah, the first session, sort of meeting all the boys and meeting all yous down at Touch or TRL. We yeah. played that little comp of TRL. Uh, yeah, just just fell in love with um, having like a group of group of like minded boys. That um, yeah, I, I just didn't know what to expect when I went there, but um, yeah, just yeah, really really accepting. Everyone was really accepting, and and yeah. Um, yeah, everyone's just got a similar sort of similar sort of goal in mind to sort of keep fit and socialise outside of um, outside of work, and uh, pretty much exactly what I needed at the time. Like, yeah, you know, like um, everything was just about work, and outside of work was just pretty much just just alcohol, just yeah. beers, beers, beers. Every everything I look would look forward to would be beers. Surrounded with beers, yeah, 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 and just just um, you know having that sporting. Background and always um, being a very 
like very into sports, uh, it really appealed to me that, that what the switch up was about. But I guess um, the circle I was hanging with, I still still love my my other, like all the boys course, I still hang course. out yeah, with. Yeah, them. yeah, but it's just a big big drinking culture um, that like I'd just be on the piss every weekend, absolutely write write myself off on like Friday night and then Saturday have a drink again. And um, Sunday thinking, what the heck am I doing? Yeah, and then just it was just like just like a repetitive, and I say like a repeat. repeat. Yeah, just going around in circles and sort of yeah started with the switch up boys and um, sort of started doing uh, more uh, sport things on Orientated, the weekends. Yeah, yeah. So like um, yeah, got into the cycling, the running, and yeah, and changes uh, your perspective, right? Hey, like um, obviously when you come to switch up didn't know you or Rebecca at the time and then it, it's like a little acceptance group like everyone there is probably from different backgrounds like it's a mixture of nationalities there oh um, definitely yeah it's so diverse like yeah you got uh, Islanders Kiwis, Islanders, Aussies, Kiwis Aussies, Aussies Welsh um, Welsh unfortunately <laughs> English yeah, <laughs> yeah unfortunately English commies, yeah. English not Welsh <laughs> but uh, definitely man and then um, I think when you start you know like get out your comfort zone it's massive for you being a, uh, an introverted person Jumping into that circle, but then when you get into that circle, it's like you, it's like a initial drug has just hit you. Like, oh, yeah. I feel this is my home. Yeah, you know that feeling. And yeah, then um, these are like massive things that like are the be- for the best step forward. Yeah. You know, obviously, if you're drinking every weekend, that's not good. But then it comes a time where you go, what am I doing myself? Am I wasting my weekends? Am I not being accountable? And um, I think after that, you know, I could see in you. When you had a goal like uh, Malula Bar Triathlon for you, man, like that was like the pinnacle. Like I've never seen you so determined, so driven. Um, so it was really good to see you on that journey. And obviously, Malula Bar Triathlon's ended now, but I still see now. Obviously, you've you hit a bit of a turning turning point where you kind of dropped back, but then you've kind of found yourself again, and you've got back back on the steamroll of, um, how do I say? Not just in a healthy lifestyle, but your over, overall lifestyle, as as we've spoken about before, um, it's all good and well with exercise for, to use it as um, a well being mechanism. It can help with mental health. It can help with many things. But at the same time, you still gotta actively look after the rest the rest of your life. Do you know what I'm saying? So that might be work. Yeah. So getting back to this, the switch up sort of. I guess it all started with the switch up. It sort of brought something out of me that uh, you know I was I was real fearful of joining the group. At the start, and then once I was in there, it was sort of, as you said, like everyone's real, everyone's real, like real accepting, and and like I felt that straight away, and then I've just like, um, I could be myself, and and yeah. and, and I was comfortable, uh, which I'm only I'm only comfortable and myself around us, real select few people, but switch up definitely brought that out of me, um, and so we yeah we were training from Alula Bar for a good six months, and and um. I was focused on that. It was sort of, yeah, taking taking my mind off all of the work stresses and and uni um, stresses, uh, just stresses of life. I was able to just go hang out with the boys and and go for a run, swim, ride, and and um, just get all of that bad energy out. Um, so trained for the Malula Bar Triathlon for six, yeah, six months. Um, peaked at that um, Malula Bar Triathlon in March, um, and then once that sort of once that was also like awesome to peak there. That's, that's all I was focused on for mm. six months, and then as soon as that ended, um, 
it's pretty much just stopped and it felt like the switch up just stopped like yeah. there. That's how I felt. Like I was I was just in love with the training and, and hanging out with the boys and yeah. then after Malulabat just stopped and um I, I persisted in uh continued training. Um was sort of set a goal to do a seventy point three at the sort of um September um this year. So give up people a let the viewers know what what is seventy point three and what does that entail? Um, yeah, so seventy yeah seventy point three is just the um, the half Ironman. Uh, it's a triathlon race, um, a one point nine kilometer swim, a ninety kilometer bike ride, and a twenty one point one kilometer half run, yeah, half marathon. Yeah, so so that was your next goal, right? That was the next goal. Yeah, and I I continued um, after Malulabar training for that. Uh, without the switch up because everyone had sort of gone their separate ways. Um, there were a couple of boys in the switch up um, that were training, such as like yourself, uh, Sean, Sean and Koro, who were sort of doing the next step, which is the full Iron Man. Um, but I felt I felt their their sort of training routine was a lot uh, more uh, more harder than what I was sort of doing. So I, th- I didn't have anyone at my level to do it. Um, like a like a community, hey, like the yeah, like that community with um, which you know, started at, yeah, 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 and that's so that sort of ended. Um, I tried, I tried to uh, train for like keep training by myself, and um, eventually realised that like I I don't I do like triathlons, but I I didn't love triathlons. Yeah. I didn't I didn't love that. I loved the, um, the social the social aspect yeah. that came with switch up um, that was then gone, uh, and then. That amongst a lot of other things, sort of, um, sort of was, yeah, sort of got into a bit of a bad spot where I, um, yeah, suffered really bad anxiety uh, with, yeah, sort of a lot of things um, being, you know, sort of coming off of a high at that Malula bar, um, and then after that, sort of thinking, like after losing the switch up, I felt like. Like sort of like losing a mate, like yeah, losing sure. a, losing a loved one, definitely. You know what mate. I mean, and it, it, yeah, that's how I felt when switch up sort of disappeared at, at that point. We're back together now, but um, so that that contributed to um my my sort of rock bottom moment, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. No, it's good. I I'm, I appreciate you talking about this, Bodie. Like this is a massive thing, and probably something that. Was only I don't know maybe six months or a year ago, like was it or less than that? This that happened. The the whole transition after Malula Bar and then kind of hitting a bit of a slump. Yeah, and finding yourself. So like one thing I want to really preach to the audience is about like when we do go through these hardships, yep. is is what you did to kind of put your your best foot forward into getting help and yep. on top of that, um, how do I say? What did you what did you learn from this moment? And obviously, you've come out the other side leaps and bounds, man. Like, yeah. but I just would like to know. Obviously, you got a partner, and obviously Rebecca was there, and you got your mother and your brother. Yeah. Um, you got a close network, but um, obviously, fat. Like I spoke about earlier, the family aspect for you is massive. But I would just love to know what was the next step in getting help. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I sort of realised that I wasn't. Um, I didn't know what was going on at the time. Like when I was sort of. Heading towards the bottom, um, mm. I was just like, "Oh, I'm not feeling like I don't, I don't feel really good. Like I, yeah. I'm just, I, f- I feel worried. I, I don't feel um, like I got anything to look forward to." And then it sort of, yeah, 
it'd be like a real down feeling, a real nervous sort of feeling, yeah. um, which at the at beginning would happen for about an hour hour or two a day, yeah, and then yeah. over the, over a couple of weeks it'd start happen a lot more frequent. And at the start, you were just aware of it, hey, and then it kind of like you were keeping an eye tracking on what's going on here. Yeah, like what? Yeah, how? Like why am I feeling like this? Um, and like I didn't know it was anxiety at the time until I went and saw the doctor, but it, it was just like, like just anxious. Like I'd be sitting there and at work, and and I'd be talking to a client at work, and I'd, I wouldn't even know what they were talking about. I'd just be in my own head, sort of thoughts yeah. racing. Um, it, Multiple times they'd they'd ask, oh, "Did you did you do you understand?" And I'd be like, "Oh, sorry, mate. You're gonna have to repeat that. Repeat that because I'd just be like in spiraling. your head so much. Hey, yeah, in just, my own head, wow. just spiraling, um, just overthinking. What, what were the thoughts, man? That was going through your head? Oh, just sort of, yeah, just like not having anything to look forward to. Um, yeah. Just work stresses, to be yeah. honest. Like like. Switch up was my escape from yes, all work. these work stresses, and now that that wasn't there, I was forced to, um, forced to deal with all these work stresses, and um, especially being an introvert as well, it must be hard for you to get these things off your chest. Like for me, oh, yeah, being definitely. an extroverted person, yeah, yeah, I could probably over talk to people that probably that are not my closest friends because yep. that's who I am. But for you, it takes balls for you just to get it off your chest, and you obviously, yep. if you're not sure what's going on, yeah, so obviously. Work was one of your issues that was going on in your life, and it's a massive part part of your life because you spend yep. what eighty percent eighty percent of the day or your lifetime there. Yep. So, so I give the um give the listeners a bit of a idea of why why work was contributing to um my stress uh, and like being a surveyor on uh, construction sites, our our job we are required to be really accurate with the marks we put around for other trades to use. Yeah. Um, at the time of me sort of going through this um, anxiety, I was working pretty heavily involved in building construction. Um, and that environment is just like there's 100 trades in this, such a small area and there's it's just prone to error. And the first person who um, gets pointed at when something goes wrong is a surveyor. So, And you can imagine it happens a fair bit. Often, yeah. Often on a real tight space, everyone sure. around, things are going to go wrong. Yeah. So, just I think const like on building sites at least at least three, five times a day, um, something's going wrong and they're pointing at you, me. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then it makes you like it made me second guess like, oh, am I making all these mistakes? And then and then Suck, overthinking it, question yeah, oh, it. Fuck, I'm making all these mistakes. I'm making I was making all these mistakes and it's just constantly getting oh, there's something wrong here. There's something wrong here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So constantly telling myself, yeah, you you're making all these mistakes. Like something wrong with you. And they're, they're just spiraling my head. Yeah, and it doubles thoughts. down then, hey. Once you start getting those thoughts in there and you start holding on to those thoughts, yeah, it doubles down. So, yeah. You, just, you, yeah. you lose all your confidence. And me being a real introvert and really shy, like those um, situations, uh, those co- confronting situations with people, um, I don't deal really well with. Yeah. Uh, and that's working with a psychologist. Um, working with a psychologist at the moment. Um, yeah, nice. He's he's sort of strung that um, I'm not I don't really handle those confronting situations um, because of a past experience that happened when I was a child, which yeah. which uh, was domestic violence and not having a father around yeah, has wow. has um, 
connected all these together. Yeah, so I'm lo- loving working with the psychologist because he's just he's connecting strings why why I'm the way I am sort of thing. So it must now, be comforting, man. Oh, now now that I'm aware of it, it's definitely I'm definitely more confident yeah. in those situations. But beforehand, like not awareness is so powerful. I eh? like oh man, like, yeah. When you're emotionally aware and understand what's going on internally, yeah. like for you to at the start to not know what's going on, yeah, it's but scary, now yeah. but now you're at the yeah. stage you're like. Oh, that wave is coming or I can feel it creeping in right yeah. now and you're like okay don't overthink it yeah. just understand where try and understand where it's coming from yeah and if you can can get you can understand what it is that's great and if you can't well that's okay but maybe just you got to ride that wave get your breathing technique in right and maybe write down your thoughts yeah. or um, yeah. hold on to it and tell your psychologist when you see yeah. them next but you know the the thing about this podcast is making people a, comfortable in talking about this and yeah. i you know what i mean i'm so happy for you to do this bode no nah, it's awesome man yeah and i, I can uh, i can uh love to encourage everyone else whoever is listening to yeah yeah speak up i guess i sort of spoke up before i sort of i i was never in a position where it was gonna yeah get into something bad like i i yeah. put my like i told my wife first that i need help yeah uh and my mum and that um before it got crazy i just knew that it was happening yeah. too often and and I think to the point where it was I, I one night I couldn't sleep the yeah. entire night and the next day I sort of ended up hospital and then yeah with anxiety a, attack anxiety attack panic attack um and then uh sort of just put my hand up I need help now yeah. sort of went through that like took some time off work um booked in to see a psychologist yeah yeah uh, went to see the doctor um to yeah, sort it all out. So you obviously then bring it back to seeing the psychologist. So your first thing you did after getting all this, put your hand up, I need help. Yeah. That's the first important part. And then from there then you had to go see a psychologist yep. and they might have recommended meds or they might have just thought maybe we can talk about this. Yep. So once they did that, they understood that um it's connected to your past. Yeah. So obviously childhood you don't have any connection with your father anymore now? I do now. My dad's a totally changed man. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, so back, back. I was raised, me and my four, I've got four siblings. Um, I'm the oldest. Um, yeah. I've got one younger brother, two younger sisters. Um, we we were raised on the Gold Coast in Narang um, by my mother. I think, oh, going back before then, as far as I can remember, uh, we were in Moree until I was about seven, New South Wales. Yeah. With my father and mother. Deadly, deadly. Deadly, yeah. <laughs> place more, yeah. Yeah, nice. Just don't leave your car unlocked. <laughs> Drive through with your doors locked. <laughs> but um, no, we lived there till I was about seven and then moved up to South Brizzy. Yeah. Um, and it was in South Brizzy where I sort of started, um, yeah, seeing a bit of domestic violence with my mum and dad. And, yeah. Um, I think yeah, so they they split up then, and we moved down to the Gold Coast, Narang. Um, just met my four siblings and my um, and my mother. Yeah, she raised us for our whole like she raised us yeah, yeah, down yeah. there on the Gold Coast. Did an awesome job. Um, but yeah, working with the psychologist uh, and just linking everything about like my past and all, yeah. that, all that domestic violence sort of scene has has played a huge like imprinted a huge. Uh, um, sort of dint, I guess, in my brain. That's um, yeah. 
affects affects me to today. Um, not that I was aware until no. now. Like all the, I didn't understand why I was the way I was, but just sort of yeah, knowing now that it's all linked to like childhood traumas. Uh, sure. Did um, you um, obviously now being twenty seven and that happened back then? Did you ever think about confronting your dad on these topics? I, I I'm working on that at the moment. With oh, nice, nice psychologist. So do you think just the thought process of talking about it with your psychologist um, is it comforting to know that like like I can connect this to something now? Yeah, and yeah. Then oh yeah, hundred something internally because I something I believe in. If you can't, if you're not willing to fix something, you're always going to internally have that burden with you. Yeah. But obviously, A, you're aware of this, yep. and B, that it's something that you're in the process of possibly doing, and yep. you never know um, if that day comes. I feel like that'll be a massive step for you. And Yeah, no, I'd um, be excited to, yeah, just working towards it, sort of. Uh, surprising, um, you know, that's probably connected why you've got such a close connection with your brother and your mother, right? Oh, yeah, def- yeah, I'm, yeah, mad connection with mum, yeah, mum's like my world. and um, rock, hey? Yeah, definitely, yeah. So, like, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And I guess in saying that, like, not having dad around, like, this is another thing I've sort of learned through my psychologist is not having a dad around. I really attach myself to uh, f- father figures. So growing yeah. up, I've had a lot of father figures who have um, uh, sort of taken that role of my yeah. dad not being there. Um so, so like teachers, coaches? Teachers, yeah, and, and, and you know, someone to lead the way. So like I, I really not having that as a kid, you know, I I, I crave that for sure. Um, you know, that attention I guess and, and having someone that there's been many father figures as I've grown up now that yeah. I'm more aware of it. But um yeah, so that, yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's it's awesome that you're aware of this, you know, like I've I've said it many times, but and I've seen you on your journey, man, and mm. um Obviously, after after the Mlulabar try and everything, and yeah. we've regularly called it for coffees, and you know, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. it's just amazing to see. And that now that you're so open for an introverted person to talk about these things, yeah, um, it shows that it's not beating you up anymore for you to talk about it. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, and it, yeah. and I hope the listeners out there, if they can hear about this, and they might have similar issues, or if not yeah. worse, or you know, yeah. everyone's story is different, but at the same time, um. It's still affecting them in yeah. whatever way. It's all relative, yeah. So it's just because someone's yeah. going through something a little bit. Going forward, what yep. have you done? As in work, obviously you said work was an issue. Yeah. Um, what have you done now to maybe have you confronted bosses or have you maybe spoke up or have you used mechanisms that they've taught you at psychology to? Yep. 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 So before I comment on that, I'd um, just coming back up out of that low. Oh, yes. Just want to say to the speakers if they're – so when I was in the bottom, I just thought there was absolutely no hope. Yeah. Um, Absolute no hope. And I'd like to thank uh, yourself, um, like James has been a really good influence in pulling me out of that hole, yourself. Thank you, man. Just just talking to people who have been through similar – yeah, thanks, James. Thanks, Ollie. Yeah, all good, man. Talking to people who have been in similar similar situations really helps. It, it just yeah. makes you feel like you're you're, um, you're, you're not alone. You're not alone. You definitely are not alone. Uh, and and just being able to um, talk to people who've been in similar uh, space like times of their life definitely. Um, just and and you see where they are now. It's like oh, there is hope for me. Definitely. And um, one thing that I that pulled me out of that hole a lot was um, yourself and James sort of telling me like. Oh, you going through shit right now? I've been there. 
but just know when you get through it, you're gonna be you're gonna be way stronger than yeah, you yeah, were yeah. before you went down. So, and that's so true. Like now, as as you were just saying about, um, I've got a new like got a new position um, that I'm starting soon. Uh, now I'm more confident than ever. I'm, I'm ready to. Yeah, I'm re- I'm fucking that motivated to attack. Uh, yeah, I think that sometimes. Comes my way. Well, yeah. I think it all comes down to his purpose as well, right? Yeah. Obviously, um, having a career that you'd like to go to Monday to Friday. Like, yeah. I had, a, I remember I had a job, and this is where I can relate to you. I had a job where I hated it. The income was good, but I hated it. And I couldn't wait to go to the toilet to just sit there on my phone just so I can look at something for a moment on my phone and take my mind off what was going on. Yeah. And... I remember when you were telling me these stories of what was going on. It was just like, not music to my ears, but it was just like, you're going to be good, brother. Yeah, we yeah. got this. Like, And yeah. and just knowing that the path has already been done before by many others. Because yeah. at the end of the day, whoever's got mental... Like, every person has, has mental health. Everyone. If you, that, Mental health is a good day. Mental health is a bad day. Um, But it's just like exercise. You have to look after it. You have to, you know, find out what you like doing. If that's exercise, great. But... You've got to have an alternative. You might get injured one day. Yeah. So that might be then getting outside, seeing seeing the blue sky or, you know, journaling or meditating or whatever it is that you like to do, drawing. It could be anything, man. Yeah. It could be just watching movies. Yeah. But yeah. Um, just knowing when you said it to me back then was just so like, I was like, you're going to get through this. And after it, you look back and you're like, you like, you don't laugh at it, but you're like, oh man, I survived such a, yeah. I was in such a bad place back then, but I can look back now and go, oh man, it's a little bit of me is kind of glad that it happened because if yeah. it didn't happen then, yeah, it's, it's going to happen it. now yeah. or it's going to happen in 10 years' time and maybe I'm not ready to deal with it at 37 yeah, or 47, yeah. but yeah. I'm I'm adjusting to life now doing it and then on top of that then you become aware of what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Yeah. So And like you said, like but yeah, you said you sort of felt uh, thankful in a way um, as bad as it was. Like I definitely feel that. I, I definitely feel that. I needed that low point in my life um, to just kick me in the ass and make me realise what um, is important yeah. and what I need to do and sort of coming out of that hole. Um, I You you told me that you had a similar, like when mm. you would go to the toilet just yeah, so you yeah. on your phone, you knew you needed a change. For and, sure, and man. You Changed everything. You quit your job, did you? Like, quit my job. I remember at the time I was on night shift. Oh, man, I was clearing... Good money. I'm not going to say what, but it was good money. But I had a mortgage at the time and I had a few other things. I had an injury as well, but I just didn't care. I was like, you know what? I I honestly don't care. And I took a job, man, a traineeship in a new company for, I think it was 40K a year. So I went from over, way double over that to to 40K a year with a mortgage. But I didn't care. I just needed a change. And you got to realize one day money isn't everything. Money's not going to make you happy. Yeah, money does get you, you know, that house or that rent or whatever, but it will not fulfill you inside. So you've got to find internally that balance where yeah. work life is, you know, good. Because then not just that, relationships work better. Yeah. Oh, Family, yeah. your response to things, yeah. uh, your, you see light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. When one thing is starting a burden, it'll bring everything down. And once it starts bringing everything down, you look at life and go... I don't know what I want to do anymore. I don't like this. I don't want to change, you know, but you've got to be um, correct in the manners and the way that you do these things. So. Yeah. But yeah, I think, yeah, so back to 
coming out of that hole. I, I, I went to New Zealand a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, right? I was going to delve into that. Yeah, so going to New Zealand, um, just being over there and, um, you know, just in Rotorua uh, with, with my wife and the family, you know, just walking around and seeing the people over there getting by and the smiles on their faces and they got nothing, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, you know, walking around in gum boots, going to watch local footy, just doing all that that um, shit that doesn't cost money. Yeah, you know, it just put my like into my perspective. Yeah, yeah. that, that um, m- like money isn't everything, and then what I was stressing about at work over over here in Australia is like, really doesn't matter. Doesn't hey. matter at, at yeah. all. Um, so like coming back to Australia, I, I just had the motivation to um, and the, uh, the yeah the I was confident. I knew I need what I needed to do, nice. and it was quit my job underneath the boss that I didn't feel supported under. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't happy at my job, um, which was the main reason why I hit the bottom yeah. in the first place. Um, and that was always I've, I've been thinking about it for a long time to quit my job, and it, it was it was, yeah, real 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 scary thought of of approaching my boss and just telling him that I'm I'm leaving I'm leaving. And um, once I did it, it just, I just felt free as a bird. And yeah. And like, fuck, let's go. Eh? Yeah, like, like, yeah. I've um, just got all this energy now, eh? and it's like, yeah, yeah just feel got like a new, new person. Got a, yeah, got a new job with a with another employer, and then just, just heaps excited to start that new uh, start that new uh, part of my life. Yeah. yeah, for sure, that's amazing. And on top yeah. of that, like, I think starting fresh sometimes you'll come in with a different mindset. You will come. You're in the same industry, so you're going to come across the same issues where people are pointing a finger. Yeah. But I yeah. think what you've learned so far and what you're going to continue to learn about who you are as a person, what your values are, yeah. you'll take that into your daily. So if you do have a tradie coming at you, yeah. you the slab's too much, I don't know, whatever, yeah. um, you can be stand up, and yeah, up yeah. to your own two feet and uh, you know who you are. That's the massive thing. But um, but even to this day, man, like for instance, I had to go to Byron Bay for work for two weeks yeah. and it was really good. But I actually realized sometimes that I was, for instance, my routine of back in Brisbane, you know, doing the same thing, waking up, training, getting to work at home, walk the dog, you know, it's a routine yeah. yeah, and you become so reliant on it. So then when you get out of your, your routine, it's a bit of a test and you, yeah. you don't realize sometimes how you have been, um, covering certain insecurities or certain things going on so for me to get away i kind of had chance for me to uh, look myself again realign what i wanted and what's going on internally a little bit um because this is a like i said this is a continuous thing you know this is not like i'm gonna fix this four years ago and i'm done it's like exercise like i say so end of day that could be minute things as well you know that doesn't have to be like i'm feeling terrible this might be like are you keeping yourself busy yes. so you don't have to actually address what's going on? Yeah. You know, yeah. am I, you know, I think a lot of times people drink alcohol all weekend because they're like, I've worked Monday to Friday. I'm stressed out. I'm over it. And this is a release where I don't have to think too hard. Yeah. It takes me away from my thoughts. You know, it takes me away from what I was going yeah. on. And then Monday comes around and then it's just a forever yeah. and you're just back, issue. Back in the hole. And back in the hole. Work, work your way up to, beer on friday yeah yeah like don't get me wrong it's nothing wrong with having a beer either like but it's just knowing knowing when you're abusing something right oh yeah what what would you one thing i want to ask you before we wrap it up in a minute is um what things do you Bodhi, do now where 
that fill your cup up now like from after doing the psychology classes and learning more about who you are so when you do get in these slumps what are your mechanisms now yeah so i guess i i, I do practice all those um uh breathing techniques that the psychologist has sort of given us yeah. um go through all those sort of techniques if, if I do feel something coming on. Another big thing that I, I do now that I never would have done in the past that I know I know for a fact like fixes like makes me feel way better is is attacking those things that would make me that I'd be afraid of. So so everything I'm afraid of, like for instance I'm 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 scared of heights. So yeah, I, went, yeah. I went to New Zealand and, and fucking did the. That's amazing, bro. I've seen that. Job. I wanted to do that so bad. Oh, man. You got to do it. it. You told me you were scared of heights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Like, I'm, I'm going to ask you now because I've said yeah, it. I, yeah. And I like just thinking of that. I was like, oh, I've got to do it. I've got to do things now that. Um, I feel like you're hitting fear head on. Yeah. Just, just taking it, like taking on these things. That, for instance, another thing like um, confronting my boss, telling him I quit, that's something that. I'd be scared to it do. empowers you right oh yeah you just feel so like I'm on top of the world right yeah, now I can, yeah. I can tell even the energy that you've brought today just yeah. seeing you man I can feel it you know yeah and like for instance going back and playing a game of league um, you know like I'd, I'd, I'd always be like oh what if I get injured but yeah like, what I if love what Love it, like my, my dream as kid was playing around. Obviously, I'm not gonna play around now, but you never know. Never know, but Broncos are going pretty bad, and I'm <laughs> I'm here. Eh? Like, give me a contract, oh, but, mate, um, definitely. Yeah. I think you could do Alex Klein easy, <laughs> easy, mate. Yeah, easy. I, I um, actually beat Jordan Kahu at the Maluba Triathlon. So uh, just saying, yeah, humble just brag. Saying. We coming at you, <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah, that's one thing I definitely. Um, so just hitting your fears head on, hitting the fears head on. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah, you feel that's so awesome. much better on the other side. Is um, is it good though as well now that you're like you can put a feeling to what is internally going on? Like yeah. you can you understand oh, yeah. that what's going on. Yeah, like I said, awareness is power. Just being aware of why yeah. things are happening um, calms you down. Like definitely calms me down. Like if I know something's coming on and I know why it's coming on and the reason behind why am I feeling this way? Uh, yeah, definitely. Like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the unknown, like the. the Unknown is scary, you know. Yeah, like for if, sure. If man. you don't know what's going on, you're scared. Like, you know, but when you when you're sort of aware and you know something's happening and you know there's a upside after it, it um, just can't, keeps you calm, keeps you grounded, and stops you from spiraling off into negative. Yeah, land. yeah. Like I said, I appreciate you coming on oh, today, man, it's been awesome. and um, mate, just to hear your story. Like, I know your story, obviously, but the viewers yep. out there hearing this story, man, will just be like. Because they, because there's people in Brisbane that obviously know you, and they yeah. wouldn't. You're such such a quiet person sometimes yeah. in the gym, and I'm I'm that idiot that comes up to you and just calls you, oh, yeah, yeah. gives and you shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get along really well with extroverts because they pull, <laughs> they pull me out. Like, oh, there's probably yeah, there's probably people I fucking hang out with that haven't even heard my voice before. Yeah. That's how quiet I am. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, nah, it's amazing. Well, thank you so much, brother. No, nah, thanks, bro. Thanks for having yeah, us on, man. Just talk it, walk it, walk it zone. Don't just talk it, walk it. Don't just talk it, walk it, walk it zone. Don't just talk it, walk it, walk it zone. Don't just talk it, walk it.